0: Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know. Heading into this Monday morning, June 6th. I'm Reagan Knight and this is The Point from WUFT News. The Gainesville Police Department are reaching out to motorists across the city about a new law in place that won't allow drivers to play loud music or sounds from their vehicle within a certain distance. I spoke with WUFT's Jacob Sadesi on how the law works. So, who did you speak to?
1: I spoke to uh, Graham Glover, who is the public information officer for uh, Gainesville Police Department. Uh, He's like the first press contact um, that people come to when uh, the news wants to do a story like this. So I asked him a lot of questions about how the law is enforced, um, because there is definitely some unclear language in the law, and I might get into that more in a bit.
0: Well let's dive right in. What did you learn from Mr. Glover?
1: Um, yeah, so one of the things that I thought was really fascinating that I learned from from Graham Glover is that they don't they're not planning on really enforcing it harshly in its early days. Um because for many people, you know, it's it's hard when you're in your car to tell how much noise your stereo is making on the outside. Um so I asked him about this, and i said well there's there's some unclear language in here about what is plainly audible, how far you can be from these businesses, how far away people uh shouldn't be able to hear your music from, and uh and, you know how do you enforce that so um what he said was that in the very early days of the law, you know they're they just want to issue warnings and they want to educate the public um they, you know, I got this story from a Facebook post, actually, that the police department made trying to educate people about the law. Um, and it, it it garnered a significant more, uh, significantly bigger amount of attention than most of their other Facebook posts. But um, in terms of enforcement in the early days, he really just wants to educate people about, um, you know, in the future, you might get a, a citation for this. But as of right now, because it's such a big adjustment, they are just planning on um, uh, educating people rather than you know, bringing down the hammer.
0: Has the police department received many complaints about stereo issues?
1: It seems from what I uh, learned from my contact with, about the story is that um, for many years, residents in Gainesville have complained about uh, loud stereos and noises coming from the car. And they always ask the police to do something about it, and they just couldn't.
0: So this law that's being enforced, is it a city law or is this a statewide law?
1: Um, yes, this is a Florida state statute. Um, it applies all over the state. The law actually was previously applied many years ago. I believe, in like 2007, but it contained a special exemption for uh, businesses and political organizations. And in, I believe, 2012, it got taken to court in Florida, and it was deemed unconstitutional because uh, when you look at First Amendment law, um, that's a restriction of content uh, for First Amendment you know, typically when you're looking at time, place, and manner restrictions of First Amendment, that's a little bit more acceptable, but when you're, you know, saying business and political purposes are okay, but personal purposes are not, then that's that's a slippery slope. So now I believe that is not in the law anymore, that business and political expe- exemption, and that's also where the, the church, school, and hospital uh, part of the law comes from. Is because of the you know time, place, manner kind of thing. Church, school, hospital—they're all places. So it's a restriction on um, noise in those specific areas.
0: Well, let me just clarify. It seems that the police department really just wants to get the word out instead of automatically issuing citations. Is is that correct?
1: Like I said earlier, it's all about educating the public. Right now, um, it seems like from what I from what I heard from uh, Mr. Glover. The Facebook post got a lot of backlash from members of the community. And I think what's important to remember here is, like, this idea of don't shoot the messenger. Gainesville Police Department did not create this law. It's not even anything that has to do with the city of Gainesville itself. In this situation, what the police department is trying to do is they're trying to help us. Like, they have to enforce this law, but they're trying to educate us about the law before it becomes... Uh, a problem for us, and we get a citation that we did not even know was something illegal. Mr. Glover said he he doesn't think that it's going to be a problem for the greater Gainesville community. It's just, you know, people need to learn about it first. It's going to be an adjustment.
0: That was WUFT's Jacob Sedesi on the new Noise Limit Law. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. Potential Tropical Cyclone One never mustered the organization to become Tropical Storm Alex before coming ashore near Naples on Saturday morning. What it lacked to help it became a named storm it more than made up for in torrential rainfall across South Florida. Rain reports from around the Miami area indicate a widespread area of nine to 10 inches of rain near the immediate waterfront and into the central business district. Also, as of late Saturday afternoon, over 3,000 people were left without power across Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach, and Lee counties. It's been almost a year since fences were completed along the top of the Sunshine Skyway Bridge to help prevent those wanting to take their life. The Associated Press reports that prior to the safety fence, the Skyway Bridge over Tampa Bay averaged between 12 and 15 suicidal deaths a year. A year later, however, and the number of suicides have decreased dramatically. In the past year alone, there have been four people who have still managed to jump off the Skyway Bridge and died. Special Olympics International has dropped its requirement that athletes competing in Orlando this week show proof of COVID-19 vaccinations. USA Today reports that this move comes after Governor Ron DeSantis threatened to fine them for $27.5 million in fines for violating Florida's anti-mandate law. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Reagan Knight, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Monday.